0: If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, happy Tuesday. If you're listening to it any other day of the week, happy any other day of the week. I am so happy it's Christmas time. I feel like I'm about to do so many Christmas things. And like I'm going on this SantaCon boat party thing this weekend that's going to be really fun. And then... Next weekend I'm doing this. I don't because I'm like new here in San Diego, I don't actually know what everything is. So there's like a boat parade down here. I guess it's like a big deal and um I'm going on that next weekend. Should be really fun. So just a lot of good vibes. And there was Jingle Ball up in LA that I worked, you know, with iHeart. That was super fun and I did It wasn't Christmassy at all, but like hung out in L.A. this weekend and saw some friends I hadn't seen in a bit and did brunch and it was just great. Um, All that to say, good life update. I realized this weekend and I don't know what it was a combination of, but I realized this weekend that I actually like felt real full joy again for the first I know that sounds so dramatic but you know when you're like going through a breakup and everything just feels like so dull or dimmed and like even the moments and you're like laughing and whatever it's like still in the back of your mind and I think that this weekend was the first time that I was like you know what I feel joy like in a full way and that was that was just so nice so I just want to remind you all if you're going through some shit guess what it'll probably pass and you'll be okay And if you're going through a breakup, it's like, it was the first time that I was like, oh my God, I think this like boy is cute. Like I literally had not been able to like go there in my brain for, you know, some time now. So um, it feels good to feel like a full human being living the human experience again, which is all the emotions. I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm healed. I'm better. But like, I'm working on it and uh, I'm sure I'll have really bad days again. And I'll probably tell you guys all about them because that's what we do around here. Am I right? This week, I wanted to talk about something that I don't know if I've like fully dove into before. And that is how I found my passion and knew what I wanted to do at a really young age. And I have some tips for people who are kind of trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives. Or, and we'll get into more of this in a minute, but your passion doesn't have to be your career path. And I think that is something that maybe we don't talk about enough. So um, just for starters, I mean, I have known that I wanted to be, I knew that I wanted to be in the entertainment business starting at, I mean, 12 is the earliest I can remember. And that was because I was watching American Idol a ton. And I just like became obsessed with the idea of being involved in a show like that. Um I think I actually used to tell people like I want to be just like Ryan Seacrest. At the time I wanted to host television. Um is that something I would be open to doing in the future? Absolutely. Is it something that is the number 1 goal? No. Um I don't really know at what point it became a focus on radio. I'm trying to think. So I started telling people like, oh, I want to be like Ryan Seacrest and I was just really, really into music, which led me to, I guess I got really into country music and my dad knew the guy who was the general manager of the local country station and he asked him to give me a tour and I left that tour with him being like, well, would you want to like board up here? Um, and that's how I got started in radio and just really fell in love with it. So I guess that's how radio came into the picture and it wasn't... Like then I left for college. I did that for a year, left for college and was just really into it. And when I got to college, I started interning, doing some stuff with like entertainment TV. Um it was a show called Headline Country and it was like the E News for country music. It was freaking amazing. I did my like first ever artist interview. It was so quick, but like it's something I remember. And then after that, I was working with CMA. So like the Country Music Association and was doing things for the awards and such. And I loved all those experiences. I thought maybe I was going to get into PR um, and like be a publicist at a point. But I just knew at the point that I started considering that, I think I realized like I just want to have like my voice heard more. And I knew that wasn't going to be the path. So I ended up interning at KISS FM in Los Angeles. And that's how I got back into radio when I was 20 and have basically been there ever since, or not with KISS, but with iHeart ever since. Um, And it's interesting because I think that the reality is my passion and this like true, true purpose for me is what it feels like. It all began because I really liked celebrities and I really liked music and I wanted to be involved in them in some way. Um, I used to tell people like, oh, I want to be the person behind the camera. I want to be the person doing the interviews, but like you only see their hand and, and things. And I guess in some ways, yes, I do that kind of now, but I later developed more confidence because because I would always say that because I just didn't think like I belonged on TV or I didn't belong on camera. And then I developed more confidence and was like, no, forget it. I would actually really like to be like a television host. And then obviously just fully went like full send into radio because I realized that the radio, I don't know. I realized that like radio has everything that I wanted in TV, which was like, creating content and like being on camera and doing the artist interviews and like sharing your life. And I actually think that with radio, I share more of my life than I would be able to if I was like hosting some sort of TV show. Um, And I lost my track of thought there, but my train of thought, can I speak? But the reason that it's so interesting is I got into this world because I was really into the celebrity of it all. I really just like liked knowing information about them. I like could tell you way too much information about celebrities even to this day. But the reason that I think I have found such a purpose in what I do is exactly this. It's like sharing my world and normalizing things that I always felt weird for talking about therapy, which isn't so like mainstream or it wasn't, you know, previously, um, making people feel less alone. All of those things are so important to me. And it's just, it's become the reason why I still do what I do. It's become the reason that I want to continue to create content and have this podcast. Even if, you know, even if this never becomes the big thing in my career, I know that the relationship I have with the people listening with you guys is super important to me. And I get messages from you guys that it's like, you know, oh, I feel less alone because of X, Y, Z thing. And that's literally why I am still in radio and why I think that this is definitely a path that I'll continue on for a long time. Whether that, you know, it's hard to say in like a radio world, by the way, if you don't know, people in radio get like laid off and rehired and moved around a lot. So for me to say like, oh, I'll 100% be in radio forever. I don't know. But I think that I 100% will use some form of platform and create content, and share my life with you guys forever. Like, I don't see that going away. And I just feel so fortunate that it's something that I kind of not stumbled upon. Like, I worked my ass off, frankly. But it's something that I found at such a young age and felt so confident pursuing. And even when people in my life didn't quite get it, or when my parents were kind of like, sure. Um, you know, like, they've never had a child who was like, I want to work in entertainment. So... They didn't know what they were what they didn't know what I was getting into. They didn't know what they were getting into with me wanting to do this. But I was always, you know, in ways supported and I feel so fortunate that I knew what I wanted very, very young. And the only problem with me being that way is that it's not entirely relatable. I know several people who are like, I just never knew what I wanted to do the way that you did. And I wish that I had this like direct path. And, um, I want to talk a little bit about that. Like I have a friend who something that she's always wanted and has been so important to her. And I admire her for It's like, she's always wanted a family. She wanted that young, like that was so important to her. And she's literally due with her first baby any day. And that's not to say that she like, oh, she went into childcare or she became a teacher or anything. She actually, and I think that this is a really important thing. So like, if you are not like me, if you don't feel like your passion in life is a very specific career path, then like, please listen to this. She went into a career that she knew she'd be good at, that she knew, you know, she would enjoy enough, but that she also knew she could have work-life balance and make a certain amount of money in order to live the life she wanted. And I think often we get very caught up in like our passion has to be the thing that makes us money, but that's not actually true. Our passion can be the thing that drives us and we find ways to make money to live the life we want. Like if my passion was traveling the world, I certainly wouldn't have the job that I have now. I would just have a job that paid me enough money and gave me enough vacation time in order to take off for four weeks out of the year and go travel the world. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's so admirable when people can recognize like, oh, I do have a passion. And and I hope that this inspires you to think about passion a little bit differently. But it's like, oh, I do have a passion, but it's not a career. It's something else entirely. And I think a lot of people like your passion can be spending time with your friends, like connecting with your loved ones. And that's incredible. And what it turns out is that that points your life in this direction of, so how do I have a job that allows me to live near my loved ones? How do I have, you know, the money to go on vacations with them? How do I have the time off to spend time with them? And it's something actually, it's really interesting. I am, I would say that is something that I am passionate about, right? Is like my friends and my family, Um, And I think it actually falls just below, you know, like in order of like the things that I would change my life for. Yeah. My career is probably number one, but my friends and my family are such a close second that that is why you constantly see me traveling on social media, because I want to be with them as much as I can. I want to celebrate the big moments, the little moments and everything in between with them. And unfortunately my job does not allow me to live. Well, first of all, my family's all over the place. (laughs) We're in like five different cities. But my job doesn't allow me to live in the town that I grew up in where a lot of my friends are. So yeah, I make the sacrifice of traveling a lot. And people are always like, you're so on the go. How do you do it? It's because that's my secondary passion is like being with those people. They give me joy in life. And I think it's Like that, that's just how I make it work. Not everyone's going to make it work that way. And for some people, obviously like family and friends do come very first and therefore they would never be willing to move around for work or, you know, follow a career path that is less predictable and that you make less money and things like that. So I think it's just really important to look at the big picture as well as like the smaller picture and figure out how to make both of those things work for you. How to be happy in both of those. And and I think that there's another way to look at your passion as well. I have a friend who is like first of all one of the smartest people I know. She's also incredibly charismatic and she freaking loves food. Like she loves nachos and like the art of making the perfect nachos and things like that. People have said to her over the years including myself like Why haven't you opened up some sort of like, why isn't that what you followed with your path? Like, why didn't you open a bakery or a nacho place or whatever it is? And she's told us, like, you know, I think that that would then make it work. And I'd be working these like crazy hours and I wouldn't be able to on a Friday night go out to dinner with my girlfriends because I'd be at the restaurant or the food truck or whatever it is. And she's like, so I don't want it to be work because then it's not the thing I enjoy. And I'm like, that is I've never even considered and I think because the thing that I found I was so certain of and like so driven towards at such a young age was a career path I've never looked at things I'm passionate about as something that can be just the thing that brings me joy right um I found myself really 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 drawn to music and therefore I wanted to work in the music industry you know, and it's just, it's super interesting to think about it that way. Like maybe you can look at your life and go, yeah, my job isn't my passion. My job is good enough. It it has an income. It is, you know, I like the people I work with. I have fun. I feel like my purpose is fulfilled there, whatever it is. Like, you know, like you feel like you're doing good for something, whatever, but it doesn't have to be everything. And maybe I could learn a little bit from these people in my life who are like, well, you know, I've pivoted my life or I figured out my life where I get the balance of all the things I love. Whereas for me, I feel like my life is work, career path, what I'm passionate about first, and then I have to fit everything else into it. Um, and like, yes, someday I would absolutely, I definitely want to be married and have a family, but I do think it's harder for me to like date. And I can't even fathom having a child right now with the way my life is and with what I do. Um, I know someday that'll change and we always make it work, right? But I just think we can all learn from each other, right? Like I learn so much from my friends and the ways that they make their passions a part of their lives, whether that's in their jobs or not. Another one of my best friends was a singer songwriter for many years. She was pursuing that for some time. And then it was like, she realized, well, in terms of a career, what I really love to do is find incredible music and get that incredible music into people's ears and like help artists find their following, find their fans, find their music's way to like the people that will resonate with it. Right. And so now that's what she does. I think that's a sign of like you can always evolve and sometimes the thing and it's similar to me and how I started this career because I loved the celebrity of it and now I do it because I love sharing clearly the podcast is called oversharing. Um I think it's just important to like give yourself the slack of go ahead and evolve with yourself. Like we all grow up and we change a little bit, but if it's something you're still very passionate about and something that's still really important to you, there are ways to work that into your career path even if it's not exactly what you thought it was going to look like. And It's such an important lesson to learn. So I think that there's a couple takeaways for anyone who's kind of like, I either don't know what my passion is, or I don't know how to make that into a career, or I feel the need to pivot because I'm just unhappy. Here are some things that I definitely want you to think about. So if you are like, maybe you're fresh out of college, or you're even going into college, and you really don't know what you want to do with your life, first of all, take a deep breath. You're so young, you're going to be fine. Not everyone knows what they want to do with their lives. And I understand that you're probably surrounded by a lot of people who do know what they want, but those things will change. Like They will evolve. So it's okay to not know exactly what you want. But think about the things that you can talk about endlessly or the things that bring you joy and happiness no matter what. So for me at that time, it was celebrity news it was music it was honestly taylor swift um and so i went to nashville went to a school that was like a lot of music kids i surrounded myself with people who had these really big dreams and ideas and therefore it really su- i felt supported to chase this crazy dream that i've had but say i didn't know that so early on then you just look at the other things in, the things in your life that make you really joyful and find if there's a career path there. So if it's like, I mean, this is such a stupid example, but like if you really, really love animals, then figure out how you could work with animals in your life. I don't know if I would... Um, I've really thought about this. If you really, really, really love animals, like some people are like, become a vet. Wouldn't that be awful because you're treating like unhappy animals? Okay, anyway, I digress. But, you know, to find that thing that you really love that makes you extremely happy and then see if there are careers within that. And if there aren't, then just put that on the column of like things that are super important to me, but that aren't going to be my career. But then how do I have a career that allows me to have four dogs or four dogs feels kind of weird if you're like with a partner, maybe. So just think about the things that bring you a lot of joy. That's like step number one, I think for fulfilling you know like the things that drive you and you're passionate about at any point you have to think about that and if you're kind of unhappy go back to that place that led right into my other thing so if you have like a full blown career already and you're like I'm not going to jump ship and completely change careers so what in your world then could make you happier is it a different company that has like a purpose that you feel more connected to so say you're in marketing right and you're marketing for I don't know. uh, Something like fun and trendy. And you're like, I'd actually rather do marketing for this like nonprofit or I'd rather do marketing for this startup that's going to help people connect with each other. I don't know. Clearly, guys, I've never worked in anything other than radio. But think about if there's some way to use your career that you've already built, but in a way that makes you happier or makes you feel more fulfilled or the skills you have that are obviously transferable. I hate that word. I hate that I just said that. I sound like a LinkedIn ad, but I think it's important to remember like you're not too old to kind of pivot. And it's, yes, when you've already built a career, you don't want to just like throw it away. So how can you use what you've built already to make yourself even 50% happier? Because that's already happier, right? And Just a reminder, if your passion is not something that you want to be your career, how do you incorporate that more into your life then? So if I was super, super, super into uh, designer shoes, it's not something I give two shits about. But if that was something that like it brought me joy to go shopping for them, it made me feel fulfilled when I had them. I liked to work for the art of like or work for the ability to buy them, right? then how do I incorporate that in my life? What do I need to do to get to the point where I can do that? That was a you guys. I shouldn't be giving examples. I'm a very bad example giver here, but you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you incorporate incorporate something you love into your life, even if it's not a career? Think about that. It's actually something I'm going to work on more in 2023 is pinpointing the things that bring me joy and putting them into my life. Like, and not just on weekends. Like I want to be able to feel more fulfilled and like I didn't just work all day. And I want to feel like I'm doing things on a more regular basis that bring me joy and I am passionate about that aren't just work. So, we can all we can all use that one a little bit. Last but not least, do not judge yourself if you feel like I don't have something that is like this major driving force for me. First of all, you're probably wrong and you're probably just putting too much pressure on yourself to think about it. But I also think like everyone's different. So if you, I've had people tell me before, like, I'm so jealous because you know exactly what you want. You have this thing that you're like so dead set on, but like not everyone needs to be like me right? If everyone was like me, the world would be a scary, scary, scary place. (laughs) So it's okay if you feel like, oh, I don't feel as strongly about something as these people you explained. Uh, You have something that makes you happy. You have something that makes you feel fulfilled and like something that gives you a little bit of a purpose. Don't put pressure on yourself to figure out what it is in the next 30 seconds think about it for the next year. It doesn't matter. You can always incorporate it more into your life at whatever point that you find it. And I think people get really caught up in like, I don't know what it is I want. I don't know what it is that like is the thing, but like it evolves. And the thing that I, you know, the things I'm saying I'm going to put into my life in 2023, in 2025, they'll probably look different, but that's okay because we're human. So just like have some grace with yourself. And as long as you feel like you're living your life in a way that is making you happy and not hurting others, then that's great. And I hope that at some point we all feel like, wow, I really found something that makes me feel like I have a purpose and I found a way to feel fulfilled. And whether that's career or your personal life, all the above are amazing. And I hope that, (laughs) I hope I can find a little more fulfillment in my personal life. And I, and I hope that like, When I say like spending time, like traveling to be with my friends and family and spending time with them really, really makes me feel fulfilled. It's true. At the beginning of this episode, I was saying like I felt real joy for the first time this weekend. And I realized it was because, first of all, the weather was beautiful up in LA uh, on Saturday, not on Friday. So, sunshine, a very good thing for the soul when you're a little depressed. And spending time with those friends who, have known me for a really long time and know me so well. And I can say anything too. And they have no judgment of like that fulfills me. And that propelled me into this week feeling really good. So just, just find your people, find your passion, find your purpose, any other peas in there, find your I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. Okay. I love you guys very much. Thank you for being along on this ride with me. I would love to talk passions and career paths and all of those things. So DM me at Erica Shea with three A's on Instagram. And if you haven't subscribed or shared this with a friend or rated this wherever you listen to it, please do. It means so much to me and I love you so very much. Have a great week. Bye.